You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 130, the solo series. Welcome to episode 130 of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley here. So, I, you know, this is an episode that I hope you download and you put on replay and you listen to it again and again. So my morning ritual and my, my latest morning ritual, because I do shift my morning rituals and the way that they go every three or so months, especially living here in Wyoming, when it's beautiful outside, instead of doing yoga and then lifting weights and spin on my Peloton bike indoors, I am out the door. Like literally as soon as the sun, the sun starts to come up, I am out the door. So for me now that it is beautiful here in Wyoming and the snow hopefully is gone. Um, I, I wake up every morning and I meditate for 15 minutes and then I am out the door literally like contacts in face washed headphones on running app ready to go. And I spend my first hour and 20 hour and 30 outside walking and running. And I love it. And I say all of that to say that there are certain things that we need to have as we build our businesses on repeat in our lives not just repeat every quarter or every year on repeat, like every single day. So when I go on my walk runs, I, I live, I have a YouTube playlist called inspiration and it's people like Les Brown and Eric Thomas, the hip hop preacher and Tony Robbins, Jim Rohn. I have a YouTube playlist at youtube.com forward slash Cassandra Vaughn TV. And it's the inspiration playlist. And I just listen to that bad boy Every single day, I do the run walk six days a week. Every single day, I listen to it on repeat. And I'm hearing the same words and I'm hearing the same things. But when you listen to something frequently, number one, when you start the morning off listening to inspiration, your subconscious is ready to receive it in a way that it won't be when all the noise comes in and the rest of the day sinks in. So that's the first thing. The second thing is when you hear things again and again, every time you hear them, they move you in a different direction and they speak to you in a different way. And so the reason why I listen to the same playlist over and over again is because every single morning, for whatever reason, there is a different thing that speaks to me that day. And then I take action on whatever it was that spoke to me that morning. And so in today's episode, I say all of that because I want this to be one of the episodes of She Runs the Show that you put on repeat. This is not a lesson that we get one time and then it's one and done. Very few life lessons or business lessons are that way. But this is an episode where I want you to come back to this again and again, because this is a question that I ask myself on a daily basis, literally on a daily basis. I ask myself questions about what am I hiding behind? What am I not giving? What am I not sharing? What am I not doing? And not from a place of my inner critic, not from a place of not being enough, but from a place of being more than enough. So I can say to myself, um, what in me is there to give that I'm not giving or what external things am I hiding behind that are not allowing me to play big in my business and in my life. And so in today's episode, we're talking about how we hide in business 
and, and what we can do to stop that. Because we all have moments where we're either hiding in our lives or we're hiding in our businesses. And so I want to talk to today and really get you to ask yourself that question. What are you hiding behind? Because I guarantee you, if your business is not where you want it to be, if your branding is not where you want it to be, if your clients are not where you want them to be, there are things <clears throat> in both your life and your business that you're hiding behind. And so uh, let me tell you where this episode came from. I actually um, drafted this episode, outlined this episode, I'd say at least a week ago, and I've been wanting to talk about it on the show for, for at least a week at this point. And I saw this, <laughs> you're going to laugh, because it's Pinterest. I'm on Pinterest all the time. I can't necessarily tell you what my Pinterest thing is, but please be sure to follow me on Pinterest. I, I'm pretty sure it's pinterest.com forward slash Cassandra Vaughn, but don't hold me to it because I don't have it memorized. Um, but I'm on Pinterest all the time on my phone, uh, on the laptop. I love the inspiration that I get from Pinterest. And so there was this quote on Pinterest by Leo Christopher and Leo Christopher said, she walked in shadows, believing she didn't deserve the sun that the sunshine that was only a step away. Let me say that again. She walked in shadows, believing she didn't deserve the sunshine that was only a step away. Let me say it a third time because I really want this to sink in. She walked in shadows, believing she didn't deserve the sunshine. That was only a step away. And I saw that quote and I thought, how many of us are doing that in our businesses? How many of us are walking in shadows in our businesses, operating under shadow plans, making shadow moves, sort of showing up, but not fully showing up. How many of us are walking in shadows in our businesses, believing that we don't deserve the sunshine that is literally only a step away? You know, I was driving in the country the other day in Wyoming, close to where, uh, where we have, we've purchased some acreage of land that we're going to build our dream home on. And I was driving out in the middle of the country and I was praying as I was driving, right? I'm praying as I'm driving because I'm thinking, you know, Lord, I'm ready for the next level. I'm ready for the next step. What's missing? What's missing? And there was a part as I was going towards where our land is located in the, I mean, when I say it's in the country, I mean, it's in uh, a place close to where we currently live uh, that has a population of, I think, 50 people, maybe it might be 25. That's how country it is. So I'm driving out towards the land and it is, and, and so the, where our land is, there are mountains all around it. It's beautiful. It's borders, the national forest and BLM and all that kind of stuff. And I'm driving out there and usually on a clear day, I see all of the mountains. I see all of them just, they're just there and they're big and they're beautiful. But on that particular morning, as I'm driving and praying, it's cloudy. You could tell it's going to rain. It did rain the day before. And I couldn't see the, the mountains. I couldn't see them. They, the clouds had completely covered the mountains and I could not see them. And the reality of the situation is I had done that drive so many times before that I had absolute certainty that the mountains were there. I didn't need to see the mountains to know that they were there. The clouds were covering pretty much every bit of them. And I didn't question whether the mountains were actually behind the clouds because I knew that they were there. I had certainty. And the problem that happens when we're hiding behind things in our business, when we're hiding out in our business is we are operating that business 
in the clouds or in the shadows, but we don't believe that the mountains are right behind it. We don't believe that the sunshine is only a step away. So we never take the step either toward the mountain or toward the sunshine because we've been in the shadows for so long. We've been hiding out for so long. Hiding out is what we're certain about, not showing up. And so this episode is something I want you to put on repeat because hiding out happens subtly. It happened. I mean, it is not a thing that we do consciously. It's not a thing that we go, I'm intentionally going to hide out in my business. I'm going to intentionally only give 80%. Some of us think we're giving a hundred percent when really you're only at 75. And it's because we don't know that we're hiding out in our business. So let's get down to this. In business, we, we hide behind a lot of things. You know, our shadows look different in business than they do in life, but they're still shadows. So in business, we hide behind things like education. You know, how many certifications do you have? How many certifications do I have? How many degrees do I have? Right? Like we hide behind the pieces of paper that we think will make us feel worthy and the years of experience or working under somebody else or being an apprentice that, that we think after we've done 10 years of that or 15 years of that, that makes us feel like we can finally call ourselves experts. We hide behind education. We also hide behind our self-doubt. You know, we hide behind the excuse and it is an excuse. Let's just get real for a minute. We hide behind the excuse of not feeling ready, of waiting to launch of imposter syndrome, feeling like an imposter. Can I tell you that every next level of your life, you're going to feel like an imposter because you're not there yet? You know, every next level of your life in business, you're going to feel like an imposter because you're not there yet. That's normal. But we hide behind self-doubt. You know where else we hide in our businesses? We hide behind setbacks. We hide behind the falls in business. We hide behind the failures. We say to ourselves and to everybody around us when we've had a big business failure, especially a big public business failure, we say, you know what? I'm just going to take a break. I need to deal with some issues. I need to wait for my life to calm down. I've got too much going on in my personal life. Um, I need to focus on my family. I need to focus on this. You know, we take longer than necessary to recover from a failure and we're hiding behind those setbacks. And I'm not saying there aren't moments where, yes, your family is la vida loca and they need all your attention, and all your support. I've had high risk pregnancies and I've had pregnancies where literally the most important t- thing to me at that moment was that that baby come out okay. So whatever had to drop, whether it was writing a screenplay, a book, a business, d- didn't matter. Whatever needed to go for that season until that baby was okay, needed to go. I get that. But a lot of the times we hide behind that I need to recover from a setback. I need to recover from a failure. And then we take far longer than we actually need because we're waiting for life to be calm only to figure out that life never gets calm. It never, you know, like, I don't know about anybody else. Maybe you have a calm life. I don't. So, uh, it's La Vida Loca 95% of the time. And you know what? I just choose to find the calm in the storm. So we hide behind setbacks. We also hide behind false safety and security. I, I could do 10 episodes about this, the lie of safety and security that is external to us because true safety and security only comes from the inside. It will never come from the outside. It will never stay from the outside. I could talk about, I could, we're going to do a whole episode on it because I just can't cover it all here, but we hide behind this false sense of safety and security, right? Um, we say things like, okay, I need to stay in my day job until I hit 5 million a year. Um, I need to, 
I need to have like three different jobs before I feel comfortable enough to start a business, or I need to get a PhD before I feel like I can call myself a consultant and start a business. We hide behind all of these external things that we think are going to make us safe and secure only to realize when those things go crashing down at a time when we least expect it, that they were actually never the source of our safety and security, that our safety and security always came from within what we believe about ourselves, what we know we can do, what we know we can accomplish and doing the daily massive action, persistent, consistent work of doing our best because that's our standard of excellence. Not because other people demand it, not because other people desire it, not even because we want to please other people and get their validation. When you get to a place where you go, I'm good enough for me and my best, only I define that. And nobody's ever going to demand more from me than I demand for myself. And you deliver that to yourself every single day for no other reason than you demand it. Then you've got your safety and security. And it has nothing to do with anybody else or anything else or any job or any relationship. Those could go and you would still be safe and secure. So we hide behind our false sense of safety and security. We also hide behind facades of who we think others think we should be. And I laugh because I can't tell you how many decades I spent living behind this one. We hide behind the facades of, of wanting to be for other people what we think they think we should be. How miserable is that? I've done it long enough to tell you that it sucks when you do everything you can to please other people and you do everything you can to be who you think your parents, your siblings, other people want you to be, and they still don't think you're good enough. You know why? Let's just be real for a second. They don't think you're good enough no matter how much you bend over backwards for them because the mere fact that you bent over backwards for them is telling them that you don't think you're good enough. So they're just vibing off of your vibe of unworthiness and they're just treating you how you're teaching them to treat you. I've lived this. I'm speaking from experience here. So we hide behind facades of who we think others think we should be. We got to stop that period. The end. Who cares what other people think? Maybe, maybe this is my 40 year old self talking, but, um, I don't give a flying fizz what anybody thinks about me. Like, I'm sure there are plenty of people who have nasty or negative things to say about me. Keep talking. Like, that's your reality, your perception. You get to own that. I get to be who I am. And we've got to get to a place where we can do that. And I'm hoping that um, our next generation and the generation after that will get to this, I don't give a fizz what you think place, younger than our generation is. And I think we've gotten to it younger than let's say the boomers or, you know, the world war one generation has, I think generation X, which I'm, I'm a generation Xer. Um, I don't know that we ever really did care a lot. We did as far as, you know, wall street and making money and stuff, but I don't know. I think we got there faster. I think we're just at a point where like, whatever, you know, we were the latchkey kids, the first of that generation. And we just sort of did our own thing anyway. And it's really important to not hide behind the facade of who we think others think we should be. We also hide in business behind fear a lot. We, we, we hide behind fear. Now fear, and you know, this is false evidence appearing real, but it feels very real in the moment. I mean, when you've got a fear of failure or a fear of success or a fear of rejection or a fear that if you build a successful business, you're going to lose the people you love because they're going to think you're hoity toity. And they're not going to love you anymore, or they're going to just feel overpowered by you. I mean, we have these fears and, and I am not saying that all of them 
are false evidence appearing real. Do you know what the truth is of your business success? Let's just break it down so you can deal with it and get over it now. The truth is the more massively successful you become, there will be people in your life who will feel intimidated by you. They probably already do. They just like the fact that you aren't big yet. So they don't feel that intimidated. There will be people who, once you hit certain levels of success in your business, and once they know about it, I mean, you can always opt to not talk about it, but that's kind of a crappy friendship if you can't share your wins with your friends. Um, once they know how successful you are, they're going to feel intimidated. They're going to have a light that shines upon their not following their own dreams. They're not living to their own potential. They may even respond by saying you've changed and you're different and they don't know who you are and they wish you were the old person you used to be. That, you know, you might fear that and that's probably going to happen with some people in your life. It might even happen with close, close family members. Um, be good with people leaving your life. I don't know any nice way to say that. Be good with people leaving your life. Not everybody who starts the journey with you is meant to stay with you. That's truth. So hiding behind a fear, whether the fear is false evidence appearing real, or the fear is actually a truth that is going to come to pass down the pipeline of your life, doesn't matter whether it's real or true. Make peace with it and don't hide behind it. And don't focus on it to the point where you live, like you live at the mercy of your fear. See, fear gets to be in the car with you. Fear can never be in the driver's seat. It can't be running the show. If it's running the show, you're always going to play small. So fear can be chirping. It can be sitting in the back seat. It can be complaining. Are we there yet? It can be telling you all the reasons that things are going to suck for you in five years. Um, but as long as you're in control, and as long as you can say to your fear, you know, I get that you're worried about me, but here's the thing I need you to do while we drive to this destination called success, SDASU, sit down and shut up and then keep driving. But we do hide behind our fears. So here's the thing at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you're hiding behind. It doesn't matter what you, you think is not working out for you in business, in life, you'll only rise to the level of your expectation and belief about you, you won't rise any higher than that. You know, when I say to people, sales boils down to this in a sales conversation with a potential client, the person with the most certainty wins every single time. I want you to watch reality TV where there's some sort of transaction going on. You'll see what I'm talking about. Watch a show where they're trying to sell, watch Shark Tank in a situation in any sales situation where you're trying to sell or convince or persuade always the person with the most certainty wins and you will not have certainty if you do not rise to the level of your highest expectation. If you don't have a strong level of self-belief about you, the, here's, you know what the bottom line is of the whole thing? There's no going beyond your own glass ceiling. There's no going beyond your own glass ceiling. So if you want to succeed, but you don't want to be seen, you don't want to be known, you don't want to be experienced, you, you don't want to be vulnerable with your tribe. You're going to have a problem in business. If you want to hide behind your degrees and your certifications and your authority, you're going to have a problem of connection in your business. You know, Shonda, uh, Shanda Sumter at Heartcore Business, this is her quote. She says, connection is currency. Connection is currency. So your business success is completely grounded in your ability to guess what? Be you. Like all of you. Completely you. Truly you. And if you're hiding 
If you're hiding behind your fear, if you're hiding behind your degrees, if you're hiding behind your self-doubt, if you're hiding behind your setbacks, if you're hiding behind false safety and security, you can't be you. So let's talk about this for a second. How do you stop hiding? It, that's why I want you to listen to this episode on repeat. Cause number one, you got to figure out that you are hiding. You have to get self-aware that, that you are hiding behind stuff and you have to get very clear on what are the specific things that I'm hiding behind. Am I hiding behind my fear? Am I hiding behind my education? Am I hiding behind uh, failure and needing to take a break or to calm down or to relax? So a self-awareness, you got to know what you're hiding behind and be self-aware about that. And then B, you got to choose consciously, intentionally to show up, to be present, to be vulnerable, to give, to give, not to give, to get in your business, to give with your whole heart, no matter what the outcome is, to focus on serving and sharing, to literally make it your standard that every time you deliver something, I don't care if it's a medium blog post or a podcast episode, or an FB live, or an email that you send out to your tribe, you need to make it your standard that every time you deliver something, you're doing deep work and you're making a huge impact on at least one person. doesn't matter if you're not impact. Can we just stop for a second? It doesn't matter if you have an email list of 5,000 people and only two people open your email. That is irrelevant. What is relevant is that when you send out that email, you put your whole heart into it. You knew that it was deep work and you understood that if you made a huge impact on one person, all and everything that you put into developing that one email, it was enough. It was enough. And the only way you do the deep work is by sharing your life and your heart with people so that they have the opportunity to deeply understand why you do what you do. Let me ask you a question. Does your tribe get why you do what you do? Do they understand your why in your business? I mean, yes, I want them to know you're an expert. I want them to know that you've been doing this for 20 years. I want them to know you've got this certification and that degree. That's cute. But at the end of the day, with every piece of content you deliver, does your tribe know why you are up at two o'clock in the morning thinking about how to meet their needs? Do they understand why you created this business? Do they understand why you named your business what you named it. Do you know why she runs the show is called she runs the show? Because in order for women entrepreneurs to be successful, they need to run their show and running their show doesn't mean like they have to give up family for business or they have to give up business for family. It means they have to accept the fact that they can have both. They can have relationships that rock and businesses that thrive. But in order to do that, guess what women entrepreneurs have to do? They have to run their show. You know, in my private Facebook community, fire your inner critic, find your inner badass and finally build your business. The name tells you my why right there. You know, what's keeping people from building massively successful businesses has nothing to do with strategy. Hate to tell all those people teaching strategy. It's not strategy. It is your inner critic is running your show and your inner badass should be leading the way. And you don't get that before you ever do the strategy, you need to make sure that your inner badass is the one that's running this show. And so I created this Facebook community, this private community of entrepreneurs and aspiring entrepreneurs who want to learn how to fire their inner critic, who want to learn how to find their inner badass, who want to learn how to finally build their business. And if you're that person who really wants to fire that inner critic, join the group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fire your inner critic request to join. I'll accept you. We'll get, we'll get to it because at the end of the day, 
Your tribe has got to know your why, but they're not going to know your why if you're not sharing your life and your heart with your tribe on a daily basis. Are you getting to know them in that way as well? Are you asking questions? Do you know what their dreams and desires are? Do you know what businesses they're building or what things they're doing? Do you know what they struggle with? I always like to tell this to clients. Do you know your potential clients two o'clock in the morning problem? Do you know what keeps them up at two o'clock in the morning? Do you know what they think about? Do you know what, do you know what they say to themselves in weak moments? Do you know what they're struggling with? Cause if you don't, you're not sharing your life and your heart with them. You need to get to know them and they need to get you to know you. How else do you stop hiding? You resist the temptation to let setbacks and lack of results in the moment convince you that you won't succeed in the long term. So many people are used to a short game rather than the long game. You got to play the long game in business. I, I would love to tell you it happens in six months. I'd love to tell you it happens in six years. I mean, hopefully it happens in three years. Not necessarily so. What if you have to do this business thing for 10 years before it actually goes to the level that you really want it to? Are you willing to do it for 10 years? Are you willing to give your all for however long it takes? Or are you paying attention to the setbacks and the lack of the results and all the things and you're going, well, maybe I don't need a business and maybe I shouldn't have a business and maybe this isn't for me. Well, then what is for you? Because at the end of the day, either you believe that this is for you, this business, or it's not. And if you don't believe it is, I don't know why you're wasting your time. You need to stop doing a business and go get a job and be fine with that. Or you need to keep the job you have and stop pursuing a business on the side and be fine with that. Like either you believe that this is for you or you don't. And at the end of the day, if you allow setbacks and lack of results in the moment to convince you that you won't succeed in the long term, guess what you're going to do? You're going to make that true for you. Yeah, it may take longer than you'd like. To. It's taking me longer than I'd like. But guess what? Quitting won't make it go any faster. That start-stop seesaw is is a is a trap. So at the end of the day, if you want to stop hiding, you've got to be self-aware. You've got to know that you're hiding. You've got to pinpoint where you are hiding out in your business. And then you've got to consciously, intentionally choose to show up and be present and and not just be, you know, kind of halfway present. You know, we, we have our kids and, and we're on the laptop and, and they want us to, they want to, they want us to watch them do something, but we're kind of on the laptop, kind of on our phone and sort of watching them. And at some point your five-year-old is going to stop you and they're going to go, mom, watch me. Like put the, close the laptop, put the phone down, watch me. That's the kind of attention, the kind of focused attention that we've got to give in our business when we show up in business and whatever that requires, whatever you got to do, shut off the phone when, when you're getting ready to write a blog post and give your whole heart to it, pull out a pen and paper and do it on a legal pad. Don't write it with, you know, Facebook open and, and Instagram and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Ding, dinging everywhere. Whatever you have to do to give focused attention and to show up with your whole heart, that's what you need to do. And at the end of the day, if there is something in you that is just filling you with self-doubt on the regular, filling you with, you know, concerns about, can I really do this? Can I not really do this? That's your inner critic talking. You need to get rid of it. You need to fire it. And I don't mean get rid of it, like eliminate it. In the private community that where I teach how to fire your inner critic, I talk about the fact that we're not trying to eliminate the inner critic. We just simply want to transform the inner critic's role from that of an inner critic that is constantly beating us up inside to a powerful mentor 
that is guiding us as our inner badass is leading the way to success in business. So if you need help with that, join the group, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fire your inner critic. Here's the thing at the end of the day, I'm going to go back to that beginning quote at the beginning because I love it so much. She walked in shadows believing she didn't deserve the sunshine that was only a step away. You could be walking in shadows in your business, believing that you don't deserve the success in your business. That's only a step away. And until you get out of the shadows, until you call yourself out for hiding, until you figure out what you're hiding behind, and until you intentionally consciously choose to stop hiding, nothing is going to be different. Nothing's going to be different. So what are you going to do? You're going to keep hiding, keep pretending like you need another certification, another degree, or you're going to actually show up and keep showing up and resist the temptation to base whether or not you show up on the temporary result you're getting right now. Listen, if the result isn't what you want after a week or two, change the strategy. If it's not what you want after a month, really dive into what strategies you're using and say, okay, something is not working here and change your approach, but don't change your level of showing up. Don't change your level of giving your all. The standard that you set is for you. It's not for anybody else. So if you set a standard where you're hiding and you're doing shadow plans in your business and you're just like giving 70%, well, don't be surprised by the results you didn't get by the work you didn't do. Showing up is work. So listen to this again and again, repeat it, share it with somebody, you know, who, you know, is hiding their talents, their gifts behind stuff. Cause at the end of the day, <clears throat> the only person who can convince you to stop hiding is you. The only person who's going to stop the hiding is you. And the only person who's going to choose to truly show up consistently, persistently over time in your business is guess what? You, that's, that's what, <laughs> that's what it is. And that's what it's going to be. And that's powerful because I wouldn't want anybody else getting to decide for me whether I show up fully or not. I don't want to give anybody that kind of power and neither do you. So there's power in knowing that you get to decide whether you hide or whether you show up. All right, everybody, I'll catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show.